Welcome to the First Day Podcast. I'm Pete Straub. I almost said welcome to Get It Together. Uh, it's the wrong show. That's what I always do. <laughs> Every time. It's also like written behind you, so... Right. I know. But it, no, this is First Day Podcast. Yeah, this is First Day Podcast. Thanks. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes at First Day Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at First Day Podcast. Email us, firstdaypodcast at gmail.com. That should be everything like us on facebook you know like rate and review on itunes good one good one donate. click through our amazon banner yeah. donate to the show at firstdaypodcast.com all right that stuff's out of the enough way enough with that yeah uh today is a very special day on first day podcast mm-hmm. my father-in-law jenna's dad yep joe harrington is with Woo! us here i am welcome welcome well, you can do side. I can snap. Uh, yeah, see, I can't snap with both hands. <laughs> so uh, we invited Joe to be here with us today um, because, as since I've known him, he's always been one of my favorite people to hear stories from. And I'm not bragging or uh, trying to, you know, enlarge your ego before you get started. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, we got We're gonna build you up a little before. I'm, I'm open to the positive strokes. <laughs> good. So. Good. Good. And uh, we, we sort of just wanted to do something that uh, harkened back to the tradition of um, storytelling. And, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, that's what a podcast is. It's, it's just a good conversation with good people. And, and uh, we thought you would be great for the show. So, yeah, just to sort for... of highlight um, storytelling yeah. and the importance and... Before there was the written word, right. there were stories yeah. passed down. And my, my belief has always been that uh, literature is just a form of conversation that you can take something from. And that's how I, how I feel about poetry. That's what I think about fiction. You know, I think... Really, all art, I guess, is just a conversation. Right, right. And I also think that's what... Um, that's what conversations that can kind of just like sweep us away and um you know take us to places that we're not used to so it's kind of what we're doing today i guess and, uh yeah we're gonna try so thanks for coming joe well sure I, I what what keeps coming to mind for me is you know the coming from an appalachian southern ohio kind of thing was even before electricity you know and people once it got dark what are you gonna do yeah. so sit around and tell stories you couldn't read even if you had a book right you know, so you'd tell stories, and it was incumbent on us older people to pass the stories along, <laughs> you know. So here I am, the older person. Awesome. Yep. Very cool. We're going to immortalize the stories. That's right. And put them out there on the internet forever mm-hmm. and ever, 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 ever. So now there's going to be an, an audio history of, of some of your stories. Are you okay with that? I guess, you All know. Right. I don't, I don't They'll, at some point, they'll just pop out, I guess. <laughs> you know, they'll, be, they'll be there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and one thing I've known about you is you spend you spend enough time and the stories will just, you know, sort of work their way into everything. And I've always really enjoyed that. So. Well, they usually do work in. I, I usually don't sit down ready to tell a story. You know, you'll be right. talking yeah. about something and it'll click on something for me. I go, let me tell you about this time or mm-hmm. that time. So something brings it out you know i i gotta say i'm sitting here with a little bit of a list you that, know, that's yeah. good of stories just in case it gets slow <laughs> that's even, great. if there's a pause just jump right in with a yeah <laughs> you know even aunt nancy said tell that tell that story about 
you know. Yeah. You know. Oh, well, let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> what did Nancy want to make requests. sure you... Well, uh... she, she, was, she was... One of the stories was about Matt, my son, Jenna's brother. And when he was working at the restaurant and he had just started, he was like 15 or 16. And it was a restaurant that we had gone to. And, you know, we were asking him about... Uh, one of our favorite dishes was the mushrooms cooked in the little skillet. Right. You know, and so um, we're like, well, Matt, who, who, who cleans the mushrooms? And he goes, cleans the mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> that was Aunt Nancy's story <laughs> that she liked. You know? Cleans the mushrooms. I try not to think about that stuff the when other I'm one, at a restaurant. The other restaurant good. story on Matt, and this was, you know, another, you know, that Nancy was remembering was, was the ones about uh, the potatoes. And he, he was saying, about, you know, Somebody was asking about who, you know, he works back in the kitchen and who, who uh, cleans the potatoes. And he's like, well, there's the way you do it when the boss isn't there and you're really busy, which is you don't wash the potatoes. And then there's how you do it if the boss is there. And then there's how you do it if it's really busy. And it was like, oh, you know, don't eat the skin of the baked potato. Yeah, that's what I always, that's like one of the things I always think in my head that mom used to always say too is like don't ever eat the skin of the baked potato which i don't even like baked potatoes but i would definitely not eat the skin yeah but i mean i guess i eat french fries and they you know well you know don't want to get too many food stories you (laughs) You never know what's going on in the back i know but those are both from the same restaurant right yeah that Mm -hmm. those stories yep okay yep that was not the way it was when i worked at um a restaurant. A restaurant. A restaurant. One of them. <laughs> a rather careful. Well, a couple different restaurants have yeah. worked at. Yeah, the one restaurant things were there were different things that got done, but the other place, uh-uh, it was real strict. Yeah. So I guess that's good. <laughs> before we uh, before we end up with subpoenas from popular restaurants, I know a cease and desist. <laughs> Haven't yeah. named any. Yeah. Yeah, probably leaving the names of stuff out is probably good. Yeah. Although, if you have something good would, to say, maybe that would probably be the greatest thing that ever happened to us. If yeah, that's that's what David <laughs> tells me sued? too. Yeah, I'm like great. Then you know you've made it. <laughs> that's what David tells me too, and I'm like, well, I'm sure I can't rope both of you in, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can appreciate how it would be good publicity. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to separate your somehow separate out your business stuff from your personal stuff. So when you get sued, you, they can't. That's that's the. Uh, that's yeah. That's you the know where they get? That's the plan. I mean, they might come here and try to take your whole studio here or something. Oh, man. But you know, you don't want them to take your whole, whole house. Or, yeah. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to. Right. You know. So anyway, that's not a good story. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Not. Claim all my Nightmare Before Christmas and Labyrinth paraphernalia. Yeah, you're just like, oh, oh no, <laughs> bummer. I'll never get it back. <laughs> I agree. All right, tell us another story. Keep uh, going. A story. Um, okay, one of my favorite stories: the mouse trap story with with your mom. Oh, I know this one. That's well, a. I know all of them probably. Yeah, you probably <laughs> do know all of them, but I'm here to tell the stories. Okay. You know, so this was the. Well, the 
the household chores kind of get divvied up, you know, and uh, uh, it was kind of the male thing that I, I took care of the mouse traps. Right. You know, we live in the country and uh, get lots of mice, you know, from time to time. So my job was the mouse traps. You know, it was sort of like the male hunting thing going sure. on. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know. and uh, I don't think we've ever had to set a mouse trap. So no. I, I, well, you don't live in the country like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you did. No, thanks. Luckily, you didn't have to set any when you I don't think there. I ever did. No, no, no. No, it was a male job. It was clearly defined. Yeah. So I came home from work one day and mom's sitting on the couch watching TV. And I come in and she goes. We got one of your little friends in the other room, which meant that there was a mouse in the mouse trap. So I walked down to the other end of the house, and there was the mouse caught in the mouse trap. So I said, "There's a lesson to be learned here, you know." So I I got a little sock or something, and it was kind of gray, you know. And I I I uh, uh, I started walking back towards the other room. As I came down the hall towards the room where she was, I said. I'm so tired of you. You know, I'm always the one that has to get the mouse trap. I'm really sick of this. Here, you deal with it. And I tossed the sock at her. And she came off the couch screaming. <laughs> I tell that story all the time. It's one of my favorites. I just like it because she... That means she thinks that you would actually throw a mouse, that's, a dead yeah. mouse. Well, yeah. It's like that little bit of doubt. That's the, right. that's the whole... That's why it's a good story. That's why it's, you know, when you goof on people, you know, there's just that little bit of... Now, if you just asked her in a calm moment, would he throw a dead mouse at you? Yeah. She'd say no. But in that moment, because I juiced it up a little coming down the mm-hmm. hall with, I'm tired of being the one that... You know, <laughs> there was that lit, created just enough doubt that when I flipped it her way, man, she really... Maybe that's where I get it from. I was just going to say... <laughs> that's something you I'm at a do. loss for a specific example, but... You can, you can tell a story. Yeah. yeah. You are always shocked that I'm going to do something disgusting or put you in a position that like where I'm like throwing bugs at you or like putting things on you and never is it the case. Oh, so, see, that's not what I thought you were going to say at all. I thought you were going to be because I'm always like tricking you into things yeah and telling you stuff that's not true just to see if you'll believe it yeah and yeah this and hiding and sneaking up on you feel like we're on two sides of the same coin we're just talking about different traits the the fact that you always think i'm out to trick you in the around the house is probably your mom's side the one that wants to always play tricks on me is definitely Joe. Yeah. I'm always like, I hide yeah. and scare you. <laughs> now, play it. Yeah, that'd be on edge in this house. Yeah, always Jeez. on edge. Yeah, well, that story definitely had the trick element to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. made, it uh, made it good. I don't know if I can think of any, right off any, uh, any other trick, trick ones. I know. I was trying to think, like, um, I know the. Oh, I do remember when I that night I convinced you that the um, WNBA team out of New York City was the New York Knickers. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, really? And I was like, yeah, that's their name. <laughs> I can't 
can't even picture you talking about the WNBA, so I don't know how that, how that came I don't know out. either. But we were probably playing a game or something. I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, the, the Knickers. And you were like, really? And I was like, yeah, that's that's what they're called. I, I almost let it go because I know that that's what the Knicks is short for. I... <laughs> so I was like, I mean, maybe. It kind of makes sense, and I don't know. I don't know shit about sports, so <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, that didn't last too long. To be see, to I be can't. Fair. I can't really remember trying to trick you or stories with. You. I'm sure I teased you and things, but yeah. I don't remember too many. You know, I I, I I remember. I remember this one time at home where you were in the bathroom and I think I like I knocked on the door and you were like oh I'll be out in a minute and I grabbed the doorknob and I went and I turned it real fast <laughs> just to give just me a <laughs> <laughs> I see you'd already picked up some of my traits that... <laughs> just to give you a little scare like I was just gonna come <laughs> you know I re- okay I remember this this is not a trick this is just a story at home with you was the time in in the kitchen and I had the glass of water and I sneezed and the water and the water you know I jerked my hand and the water spilled out of it and hit the floor at the same moment that I sneezed so it was like I sneezed and there was this big splat and and we were laughing and laughing about it I was like oh you know yeah that was that was a good one well and this isn't a a trick but I do remember we put the well because the house never had air conditioning while I lived there and so Oh, I one know. This, summer, this, this had to have been later. This I is think before this is when you were a, a I was young in college yeah. or something, mm-hmm. I think, and I was home for the summer or something. And it was before you guys had the S- splits, s- the splits right. that you have now. And we put one of those um, old school air conditioners, air conditioners in, in the, the windowsill. Window. There you go. And then we had it in there all summer, and it was nice because. Because of where my room is, it's kind of in the middle of the house. You could sort of cool it down and kind of let some of the air go out. And and uh, we were going to take it out, and we we just like lifted the window. We we did this. You have to like you know, there's like the 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 little blind things on the sides to sort of fill it in. Yeah. So the air, and we just like went boop boop, and we lifted the window, and we didn't even think about it, and it just went and fell right out the window. <laughs> we just, like, lifted it up, like, no big deal, and just... Mm. Just landed in the flower. Yeah, yeah at I least guess it, it could have been it worse. Didn't fall that far. Oh, yeah, I wasn't on the second floor or anything, yeah, so... Look out! Yeah, yeah, I know. It could have been worse. could have been worse. Yeah. Well, Tricks. okay, one of my other stories, see, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about mom... And your mom, my wife, Anna. And this one, the, this is the, I walk into the, the TV room and there's this little box on the floor. Just a, like a little tiny, you know, <laughs> box on the floor laying there. So I go over to just to pick it up quite naturally. And a wasp is underneath it. <laughs> and, it jump, it. and it comes out, it flies out and stings me. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm like, just setting a trap. She's like, oh, I forgot the, there was a wasp. I put the box over it, and and of course, she was laughing just like you guys. Of course, are, after I got stung, right? Which you know, getting stung by the wasp. I mean, not you know, fun. No, no, not a fun experience. No. But it creates a memory. Sure. Yep, and now we're here. Now's the story. Cross that and, one off. The and list. now you, you always, you always have to wonder if. 
if Anna's booby trapping the house. Yeah. Or <laughs> like, gee, you know, that's. Oh, man, you would hate that. What if you just came home and there was just like a little thing on the ground and you lifted it up and a big spider just was crawling around? Yeah. I, I'm a city boy, so I don't really do the bug thing. No. I, yeah. So I would. I, I do would all the bugs hate in that. the house. Yeah. Oh, you definitely. Do. I do all the bugs. Yeah. The pest control thing does not translate. Oh, you do the pest control. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he doesn't like any of that stuff. So nah. I do the spiders and... Oh, you must have some stories, you know. <laughs> There's a story there somewhere you're going to have to think of. Well, I, well, we don't get a ton of bugs in this house. But I do remember at home there were more, more bugs and such. Thank you. And um, <laughs> I, I must have been in college because I was coming oh. home... Yeah, and I was coming home, and um, I have a dresser, and I think it, I think it was probably the end of my sophomore year. So I was coming home, and then packing up more of my stuff, and then Elise and I were moving into that apartment. Yeah, and so I had the dresser that's Hi, up Elise. in our room. Hi, Elise! Shout hey, Elise. out. Um, and the bottom drawer had some clothes in it and had clothes in it that I just probably hadn't brought with me to college. You know, you're living in the dorm. Yeah. And so I pulled out the bottom drawer as I'm packing and a mouse with half of a fetus mouse mm. coming out of it jumps out of it and runs across the floor. And I look in and there's... My clothes had been slowly eaten, and there was this nest with all of these little baby mice in it. You act like you just calmly looked in the uh, Oh, no. I this yeah. I probably mm-hmm. screamed and ran out. <laughs> I was not into it at yeah. all. And I do, we ended up having to, like, take everything out, dump, dump it outside. I don't, we, and we brought the one of the cats in and just put it in my room for a little bit. I do remember that. It was probably Shadow. And um, just to see if we could find them. I don't think we ever did. But just... just Great. There was just a mouse midwife happening. Oh, yeah. In my clothes. Wonderful. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, rural living, you know, there's... We got plenty of... There's there's more mice stories. Oh, there's tons of mice stories. We don't have to do all those. (laughs) Oh, mice in my shoes and... Yeah. People might feel bad for you. I know. They're going to think I grew up in like a shack like in the... (laughs) No. Anybody that lived in the country, they they know Mm -hmm. there's there's plenty of of mice. Yep. So Pete just got his bike stolen though. Yeah. 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 When When I was a kid, it was all about keeping your bike and holding on to it as long as you can <laughs> he was just telling this last night that his bike's his bike got stolen twice yeah twice yeah when he was so a kid. me and uh me and ben my brother must have been heading to uh heading somewhere to probably like you know throw a baseball or whatever just goof goof off do kid stuff and we must have stopped at uh this gas station and when we came out, no bikes. And then later, it must have been, I don't know, a few months later, we uh, left our bikes outside in our backyard, replaced our previous ones, lost those as well. So holding on to your bikes was a pretty significant part of, ch- of childhood in the hilltop. That's probably the last time you ever rode a bike. Yeah. 
Yeah, it actually was. And then I mean, we gave it up. We kept getting them stolen, and at one point, Dad was like, "No more, sorry." Like, I'm sorry. Like, bikes are expensive. Yeah. And you, if you lose them all the time, what can you do? Aww. So yeah, that was when we started uh, traveling Linden on foot most of the time. But luckily, it's not a huge neighborhood, so we didn't have that far to go. And eventually, Ben started driving. No big deal. There you go. Yeah. Well, at that point. Check. Yeah, I guess in the neighborhood, they didn't have those bike racks you could put your bike and no, lock them into. Like in... Not where Pete grew up. Uh, <laughs> nah. Somebody would have taken the bike stand. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have another one where um, we... So, in our old neighborhood in Linden, we had uh, this yard and an alley. And um, we don't have an alley here or anything, but uh, our alley was where our giant dumpster was. And um, one night, I remember, we're just, you know, getting ready for bed. And, you know, I brush my teeth. I'm, like, wandering around the house, as I do now. And I looked out the back window, and we have this big, giant dumpster... And it was engulfed in flames, like completely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, completely burning to a crisp. And, you know, we called the, we called the fire department, had them come out. They extinguish our <laughs> giant burning dumpster. And I remember specifically that we never, we, we never got one back. The, the city usually brings them. We never got another one. So we used. Our neighbor's dumpster for the rest of the time that we were in that house. I'm guessing it was just somebody flicking a cigarette into it or something. Or maybe just kids burning it down. I have yeah. no idea. But that could yeah. have really turned out bad. Yeah. You grew up maybe. Without, grew up without a bike and without a dumpster. <laughs> Pretty much. Aww, <laughs> is that funny. why you always like to take the trash out now? <laughs> <laughs> you appreciate it so much more. I do. I do. <laughs> this is so I love easy. having regular <laughs> Regular trash and recycling pickup. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Into the zen of it. You know, yeah. Just taking the trash out. Learn to appreciate the garbage service. Yeah. Moving things along. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we covered mice. Any other animals we need to have in the house? I don't know. Well, in the, you know, there's all kinds of. We had a bat in the house. We had a snake in the house. You know, they all. I don't worry about any of that stuff here. No. no. I remember when the snake was in the linen closet and you and Matt were there and I was going to show you how I was going to get the snake out and I was just going to reach in there and pick the snake up and take it out and I just couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And the snake was backed in the corner, you know, and every time I'd put my hand in it would, and I'm sure it wasn't poisonous. No, it probably wouldn't even have bit you. You know, but you're only... Even though you're 99% sure it's not going to hurt you, there's, yeah. that, there's that little bit there's of doubt. There's just you know? getting over that mental of, like, putting your hand near a snake. Yeah. Like, I just can't. But, well, and they startle you, you know. Yeah. But I have friends, like, some of my friends do that stuff all the time. It's the snakes and yeah. the animals. And pick them up and move them and hold them. And... It's a different set of skills. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so last, last weekend... Um, I was fixing or trying to fix a slope on our on our deck on our back porch. And um so this is like my first attempt at trying to trying to jack up this corner of our deck. And so I'm out there 
and I've like dug a spot to put like a concrete block for it to sit on so I can start like ratcheting it up. Right. And it's just me and the dogs. Charlie's at the door crying. I'm like sweating profusely. I've been like trying to jack this thing up for probably like 45 minutes. And then I realized that wasps are all around me and I like dive out from under the deck and I run into the yard and Charlie's like crying to go inside and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, everybody just take a minute. <laughs> and then I go back and I find that we have like a wasp nest underneath our deck and I'm just like trying to ratchet this corner up and they're just seeing me just like having the deck like close in on their nest and I don't know what to do. So I take a, take a break and I just end up like spraying everything off and going inside and sitting at the counter and just like being like extremely silent for like 20 minutes and Jenna's just like what's going on I'm like I don't know how to fix this thing like I keep cranking it up I can't I don't have any more physical strength to get it any higher there are wasps flying around me Charlie keeps crying like I have to stop like I, I need to regroup and figure this out another time and yeah we're still in the same situation but I think wasps are gone but yeah I have you no didn't idea. get stung so that's yeah that's good. what's important yeah. yeah it's a win it's yeah. a small win right. small win there was um okay this is the last animal story but <laughs> oh, do you have another one uh, yeah oh you've got more animal story okay so got a theme going. there's a we do. The, the tree <laughs> the tree in our front yard last spring had <laughs> a nest in it with little baby birds and for whatever reason, these b- little baby birds were falling out of the nest. Hope this isn't a sad story. Well, we don't have to tell the end end. <laughs> um, so I see this little tiny bird. And so I asked my friend Nikki um, and, and sh- I sent her a picture. And so basically, if the bird has feathers, you leave it alone because it's going to fly. If it doesn't have feathers, it's too young, and you can try to put it back in the nest. So this bird didn't have any feathers. It was very little. So I'm like, Pete, we have Fuzzy. to try to get it back into the nest. She said, it's fine if you, you know, you can put it in there, and the birds will be okay. So I, like, go inside, and I get um, a chair, and I try to stand on the chair, and Pete's looking at me from the window. <laughs> and I get up on this chair, and the nest is just too high. So I'm, like, looking at him, like, I, I, I can't do it. You, you're going to have to come out here and do By it. By the way, the pantomime that... <laughs> Jenna is doing it doesn't it doesn't work well on the podcast but (laughs) so she reaches her hand up haphazardly looking at me the entire time through the window very much eye contact (laughs) she reaches up it's clear she cannot reach the nest and then shrugs in a very (laughs) very large expressive way Uh, I can't uh, uh, I can't uh, can't. so Pete totally non-verbal interaction that's how I knew that you were gonna make me (laughs) Make me do this. <laughs> she probably knew all along she couldn't reach it. I gave it a decent shot. I stood on the she chair. She did try. She did try. Um. So then <laughs> Pete goes out and he gets up on the chair. And he's like reaching up to try to reach for this nest. And all of a sudden these robins like come dive bombing. <laughs> dive bombing <laughs> from the tree. <laughs> and they're like, go, go, go. It just scares the shit out of him. She's enjoying your misfortune. I, yeah, of course. <laughs> Who wouldn't? So, so my 
my thinking was <laughs> that we hadn't heard anything from this nest in a while, so we thought maybe the birds had had gone off for for whatever and would be back at some other time. So I feel like I could reach it. So why don't I just, you know, try and grab it and bring it down and then I can just pick up the birds and put them in. Apparently, they, they were, were just, not into that. They were just lying dormant. Oh yeah, they waiting for intruders. <laughs> and he was like, "I'm not trying again." <laughs> no. I'm <laughs> After that, I think I had to be done. Here he was busting up their home. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I don't deal with any of the critters around the house. They always try to attack me. Oh, it was pretty Homebreakers. Funny. It was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Well, so so at the risk of telling one more animal story, bird story. I, it's all right. We've got a cadence going. We got, we got it going. Was uh, So I'm in my early 20s. It's my first day of work. Yeah. Mm. At this, uh, I was working, I'm going to work at a psychiatric hospital. This is when I lived in Boston, and I lived about, uh, you know, probably two miles away, but I walk every day. Yeah. So it's my first day, so I'm walking to work on my first day, and a bird shits. <laughs> you you can say shits on the podcast. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. Shits on, I got my brand new green, dark green khaki pants on, <laughs> and it shits right down the side of my pants. I mean, ba-boom, but big time, big time. So here I am about halfway to work on my first day and the birds shit on me. What are you going to do? <laughs> right. You know, so. And there's no cell phones at this point. No cell time. phones. That's a whole nother. We could do cell phones and I <laughs> oh, can tell man. you a story. But anyway, so, so I'm like, oh, I can't go. Well, you know, what am I going to do? Go home, walk, turn around and go home, call. You know, it's the new guy. He's going to be late. A bird shit on him. You <laughs> know, they'd be like, ah, oh, you know, who's this guy? You know, so I go in this gas station. I have to get the the brown paper towels, you know, and start trying to clean the bird crap off my pants and went on to work. Did anybody notice? No, I don't think. Maybe they did. They wouldn't have said anything to yeah. me. I was a new, Everybody's new just real polite. It looks like the bird crap on the new guy. It's a bad omen. <laughs> it's supposed to know. I think it's supposed to be good, good luck. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. so anytime, you know, you can always, if you're ever at a party and it's slow, you can go around and ask, you know, who's ever had a bird crap on them. Most there you people go. have, you know. Have yeah. you, Pete? I don't think. No. There, there was didn't... this there was this one time uh I was walking walking our dogs with my mom um back when it was I think it was Abby and Manny. And we were just on a walk and uh <laughs> and a bird shit on her shoulder and she was like well ahead of me, you know how my mom walks at a very speedy pace. <laughs> and I was trying to be like, you know, cool teenager chilling in the back. Bird shits on her shoulder. It took me a good block to to tell her because I felt <laughs> she didn't notice. No, no, on the back shoulder blade. So, you know, didn't feel it, didn't notice. But we were, you know, getting ready to round the corner and head back home. So I was like, eh, I'll let her know when she's home so she can change. Other, my thought being, she's gonna freak out. If I tell her, you know, at the time, so why don't we just make it home, and then I'm going to be like, by the way, a bird shit on you, Sounds you should probably solid. change your shirt, right? I don't think it was received very well. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. But I was like, a couple blocks ago, bird no. shit on you. 
I thought you were going to say you got home and forgot to tell her. And then she know? sat on the couch and just... No, I mean, I like that couch. I don't... <laughs> no, I wouldn't have liked that. you yeah. got to tell the person. Well, now I, I adopt a much different approach because I, I, I make sure to uh, surround myself with accountability buddies. And I'm like, hey, I know I have, you know, a big beard and, uh, you know, I just let me know, like... Whatever happens, just let me know if there's, like, boogers or if there's stuff in my beard. Just, you know, I've got a good network of people, usually, that will let me know. You know, it stuck with me. I felt like I didn't I didn't like that she <laughs> didn't like my strategy, so... See, when you do this podcast stuff, you don't have to worry about boogers or right. stuff exactly. in your beard or, yeah. you know, what we're wearing or... That's why I started know. it. Yeah. Like, I'd love to work in my pajamas, so that's why we start. There you go. Then you don't have to worry about how you look. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, it's the closest I ever came to having a bird shit on me, I think. Because you saw it happen to somebody else? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> did, did you ever have a bird? Twice. Twice? I've been shit on Yeah, twice. I've had twice, too. So. Yeah. Pretty recently, I've been shit on this year. Wow. Yeah, when I was camping with Elise. The one time I camped in the past 10 years, a bird shit on me, so Mm. there goes that. I don't know how we can segue out of animals into into something else. Uh, Let's see, I don't know. How about the time, uh, I remember the time you put your tooth under the pillow and... The fairy didn't come. Yeah, I remember that as that well. That really messed you up, you know. Um, I was like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> if we're going to do this charade, at least do it right. Did you knew Wait, it, so... Were you old enough you knew it was a charade or... Yeah, I think so. Because I, I never really promoted the Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, yeah, Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. I, was, I was always of the, you know, we can have imagination and have fun with it, but... I want you to know who bought the gifts. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. It was harder times back there, too. And I was like, you know, maybe you give her a little one from Santa, but... Mm, mm, Santa's not getting all the credit. Yeah, I want, yeah. Her to, I want her to like me more than Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's a good way Yeah, yeah. good way to do it. Yeah. yeah the tooth fairy forgot. She got up in the morning, and the tooth was still there, was and like, it was like, oh, damn. the... The gig's up. Yeah. Uh, sounds so, like the tooth fairy forgot. So wait a minute. Did Were you guys aware of the tooth? Well, sort of, but then the evening, you know, she went to bed a lot earlier than yeah. us, and the evening went on, and, you know, she fell asleep, and one of us, neither one of us remembered to go, go in and change the <laughs> tooth so, for money. See, because I, I remember specifically, um, internally I knew that the tooth fairy... At a certain point, I knew the Tooth Fairy was, you know, this was, was just... this was like a couple years ago, yeah. right? Yeah, I was, I was. Uh... When we moved in together, I had to tell you that the yeah. Tooth Fairy wasn't real. So I and lost. You weren't my getting tooth. any money. Yeah, <laughs> and you shouldn't be losing any more teeth. I lost my last baby tooth when I was twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, I remember it was that'd be worth big money. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember it had been like one of my last probably baby teeth, and. I just like I I wanted to run and run the experiment, you know. You got you got to test it out. So, I lost my tooth, brought it home. I was I was debating it, and then I was like, "Eh, 
Let's let's try it out. And I didn't tell a soul. And I just left it like uh, on my desk in my in my room where it was like highly visible. And I was just like, we'll see. We'll just see. And it was there when I woke up and I was like, all right. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> so I don't know. It didn't really prove anything because you have to have it under your pillow, don't you? Isn't that the oh, rules? I mean, you I, weren't following the rules. I don't know if the fairy knows the look on the desk. Mm. I mean, I, I thought I thought the fairy would have like some kind of homing beacon. You would think, you know, right? Just I'm sure the technology for the fairy has really advanced <laughs> in the past few years. Right, right. Yeah. So that was that was a uh, that was my confirmation. I was like, well, if you don't make a big deal out of this stuff, then. You don't get anything for it. That seems that seems <laughs> totally how, fair. That's how life works. Yeah. That seems appropriate. That's that's pretty much the arc of your life. <laughs> I, I think I also had an inkling because uh we had we had these friends down the street who were uh you know, what we considered rich and I'm using air quotes. I remember they used to get they were the ones that got like good grades, uh money for good grades. They got uh like ten dollars instead of one dollar or whatever for a tooth and i also remember the currency changing when i would lose teeth like sometimes it was a silver dollar and this this i'm sure was all my dad my dad gets like weird coins and stuff and he's always had just all these like random buffalo nickels and like japanese uh yen and stuff just lying around our house that he would just keep for nostalgia purposes i would assume and I'd always get like something weird like that when I lost a tooth. And I remember my friends getting, you know, five bucks, ten bucks for their teeth. And I was like, tooth fairies. Not very fair. Tooth fairies not really spreading it around. It <laughs> doesn't seem fair. You were the only one getting yen. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Could have been worth a lot. I think I still have I think I still have that coin around somewhere. So I guess jokes on them. They probably already spent theirs. I think I would have rather had the ten dollars. Well, at, at the age I was, I'm sure I would have rather the ten dollars. <laughs> That's why I ran the experiment. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Tooth Fairy, show me what you got. Didn't work out. Nope. Now you know. Okay. Uh, sorry, any kids who are listening. <laughs> oh yeah, I never <laughs> thought about that. I'm, That's okay. I'm sure we don't have a these people were talking pretty big about market. There's no fairy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's okay. Oops. Mm. They shouldn't be listening anyway. No. Maybe someday <laughs> you can do a kids only show or something or Yeah. That's yeah. going to be the Charlie podcast. Oh, the Charlie big time. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I I feel like since I'm sort of here as a storyteller, I'm going to pull out another story. Okay. All right. Just, you know, it's just to earn my uh the fee. Yeah, you know. I think we're rounding third. That sounds great. You know, um, do I, I'm running out of time. I mean, you know, it's as much time as you want. <laughs> no, it's, I don't. I don't have any long stories. Take, take, sure. So this one was. Uh, this is, I'm, I'm remembering an old friend of mine, Bob, and uh, uh, I've sort of lost touch with him. But anyway, he was somebody that I lived with uh, near the in my last year of college, and there were five guys living in the apartment, which is another a whole story right there, you know. <laughs> and um, four of us were students, and the one guy, Bob, he worked. And we were seniors, and so we didn't have any early classes or anything like that, but he did. And uh, he used to 
he told us that we never got to see what it was like in the morning and we had a we didn't have central heating we just had a gas heater in the living room and we'd turn it off at night and the place would get cold but you know you're trying yeah. not to pay any bills yeah. so uh he was telling us you know he had a routine in the morning where he would get up and turn the heater on and then go take a shower and come back in the living room with his clothes and get dressed in front of the heater and stuff you know in the cold apartment so one night we're all up late late uh studying and we decide that that we'd like to see this happen so one of the guys goes in and changes his alarm clock you know so that it would go off at like 1 30 in the morning but look <laughs> like it was 5 30 when he had to get up so we're all sitting there and it's almost time and so we all you know turn the lights out and we we you know the heater's off and everything and we all kind of go hide somewhere in our rooms or something <laughs> So we wait a minute, and you hear the alarm ring. And then you hear this, oh. Well, he's only been asleep for three hours. <laughs> so you hear this, oh, this moaning. Yeah. And he gets up, you know, and he's got the towel around him. And he turns on, he puts his clothes in the living room. And he, 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 he turns the heater on, the gas heater on. And he goes in the bathroom to take his shower, you know. Well, here he comes back out, and you hear him trudging down the hall. We're all sitting in the living room. <laughs> and he comes in, he's all just out of the shower with the towel around him, and he's like, uh, what are you guys doing up? And we said, it's one thirty. He says, no, no, it's 5.30. we said, no, it's one thirty. <laughs> so we got to see him do his whole routine. You know? We thought it was funny. He didn't yeah, think it was funny. He didn't think it was funny. Oh, was Weird. It? Yeah, that's like something you couldn't even do anymore change yeah. the time right because people don't people have phones and people probably don't even have and it's everywhere time's all over the place yeah you know it's displayed on like everything i can think of yeah it's probably in three different places in this room right now anyway that's a good one that is a good one that's a good one <clears throat> i don't know if we ever really did stuff like that in college, like I remember, oh, I got stuff I can't tell. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. We didn't really. Well, when it's just like me and Elise. You don't really. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, yeah it wasn't I'm, like a group of us. I'm sitting here censoring stories. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. You're going to have to spin something. I don't have anything coming to mind just yet. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We, um, one time, nope, nope, we didn't do that. I always had grand ideas of pranks, but then I just never followed through because it just seemed like too much work. Yeah. But we did pull off a few surprise parties. Although Elise swears she that, doesn't remember that i never had that party i was like okay well you were there and you planned it so yeah good on you i know <laughs> i know oh well i hey i have a story about the did i ever tell you about the time i wrestled the champ oh i've never heard this one. Oh, no. yes you have you've heard this one a lot <laughs> well you know that's what you get for sitting here with me you're that's gonna hear true. The i did bring it on yeah 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 there's certain well this was again this was in my days living in in uh when i was living in michigan and i was living with my my cousin bob different bob than the bob before and and his his wife nancy and her brother-in-law was this guy his name was joe mccoolick and joe was the united states heavyweight arm wrestling champion 
and he's coming over for lunch one day, uh-huh. you know, so I decide I'm going to wrestle the champ. I, and I knew then that it was a story that I would always have. You know, how could you not wrestle right. a champ? Of course. I mean, I wasn't going to fight the fighter, you know <laughs> what I mean? But I could wrestle a champ. This guy's 6'5", 290, you know, with these huge arms and hands and stuff. So I get, as soon as he walks in the door, my cousin says, Joe, Joe wants to take you out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we put our arms, so, so we, you know, I roll up my sleeves, you know, and we sit down. And I put my elbow down, and his arm's next to mine, and his arm is at least a hand taller than my arm. Yeah. And his forearms are like my thighs, you know I mean? I was skinny then. And, and he's this big... And when I, when I put my hand in his hand, it felt like <laughs> two fingers. <laughs> you know? Just he's, engulfing he's it. He's got these huge hands. So, and, and back then, you know, nowadays, everybody'd have their phone and take a picture. There's no picture yeah. of me wrestling Big Joe McCoolick. <laughs> and just so you know, I'm not making this up. In all honesty, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't, I wish I could tell the story that I spilled the upset, but. No. But it, oh, but it made a story, you know. Yeah. I am, you know. 40 some years later. Did he did he just like Oh, he didn't have to do anything. I couldn't move his arm. I was going <laughs> to say I mean did he just kind of let you try and then just push your hand down? Yeah, the, I mean it, it was so lopsided that yeah. you know it was like I just kind of like this. I mean he just stand there and then he just lay my arm down but <laughs> well, it looked like he was folding over a matchbook. <laughs> <laughs> and then he actually he went on and won the world's heavyweight arm wrestling championship i didn't realize there were different weight classes for yes. um mm-hmm. arm, arm wrestling and I then mean, there's there's also sense. arm wrestling and wrist wrestling and i think they're different just having to do with how you strap them in or cut right. them in and how you you know some of the different things mm. you know but i never pursued it any more than that mm, just that one time big yeah. joe mccoolick i wonder what happened to him yeah well oh, we'll have to look him up yeah i guess so well i think that that does it we did it. And on a it. triumphant... Absolutely. Uh, a triumphant um, underdog story. I mean, it's important that you tried, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to create a story. No, yeah. of course. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you, Joe. Thank you for coming and joining us in the studio. You're welcome. We really enjoyed ourselves. Time. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. And, um, you know... I hope we can have you back sometime and I'll have more do this stories. again. You'll be ready. Yeah, Good. I'll work up more stories. Yeah. Very cool. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in and, and listening and supporting the show. Uh, continue supporting the show. The easiest thing you can do is tell a friend about it. I mean, I, I feel like the feedback that I've always gotten has been really great. And that's the only thing I can really say is just keep spreading the word and, and uh, keep enjoying uh, us sort of telling, telling our life. And, um, Jenna, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, that was a really nice ending. And I feel like, uh, you should have just left it at that. I should have. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I appreciate the toss over to me, but no. Well, you know. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Keep supporting the show. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye people. Bye.